Parsha Themes is for inspired people like you who are looking for engaging and relevant Parsha and Moedim thoughts. Our weekly discussions focus on uplifting thoughts and actionable ideas that will upgrade your Avodah Hashem and enhance your Shabbos and Yantav table. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Tropper, and it's an honor to have you with me here today. Welcome to Parsha's Truma. We know that the Ramban and many other Rishonim talk all about the base of Mikdash. And as we learn through the Parshios, there's amazing and beautiful ideas we'll express in the Ramban about practical life. We know that the base of Mikdash, like the Ramban explains, is a place of connection with the Rebbe Shalom. And so, of course, the Mishkan that's being described in the Mikdash is something of the past, in past Jewish history, but it's something in the present as well, that idea of connecting with Hashem, as we shall see. Perak Chafei and Shemos begins Parshas Truma. So the Ramban writes his famous line, the Sodha Mishkan, what's the secret of the Mishkan? And of course, we're talking here, we don't, what do I know about secrets? But I could read the words and we could explain them. There's beautiful ideas of just the simple uh, outward explanation. The honor of God, which dwelled in Harsinai, is here in a hidden way. So when Hashem revealed himself at Sinai, that was a uh, open revelation where Hashem opened up Shemayim, like the Ramban describes and like the Psukim describes it, as you saw Hashem there and spoke to the Jewish people and took away all doubts from their heart. And forever, this nation will carry around the Amuna. The Rabbanu Shalom created the world, took us out of Egypt, gave us a Torah, gave us a Torah in the mitzvahs, and will give us reward and punishment. And the Mishkan is a place where the Jews, after they walk away from Sinai, they need to preserve what they learned and invite Hashem in hiding in the hidden part of our lives, like the Chobos HaVos refers to, the Chachmas HaMatzbun, the internal world, our subconscious, or our uh, thoughts. That's where the Rebbe Shalom dwells. And that's what the Mishkan is all about. It's all about, just like Hashem revealed himself at our Sinai, that Torah. So we ask Hashem to dwell with us and to live with us and to be part of our lives. And Hashem dwells, that's where Hashem will come, wherever he is invited. And our job, when we're learning through the Parshios of the Mishkan, is to open our hearts and invite Hashem into our houses, into our lives. So the Ramban here has a little bit of a question. When we're describing the Aron, so it says that you should uh, have the Aron and put the Luchos inside. And the Aron is described as being this box. We know there was wood, there was gold. And then there's the Kaporas, which is the top part, and the Kruvim on top of that. So the Ramban is a little bit confused about What's the what are the psukim saying over here? So the Ramban says that this pasuk Perik Chafei Pasuk Chavalif. So he says, I don't understand why it's repeating what it already said earlier. We already were told that inside the Aron you should put the the edos the the, the uh, luchos that was already said earlier. And so and this is this is Rashi's question as well. So why is the Torah repeating this exact same direction about the Aron? So Rashi answers that it's coming to teach us that no, you should. While the Aron is standing there without a Kaporis covering, that's when you should put the Eidos there. And then afterwards, you should put the Kaporis on top of that. And, okay, we're not going to go into exactly what, what Rashi um, understands, but the Ramban says that this doesn't really make sense because if this was a Tzivoy, that this is what you're supposed to do, um, then the Psukim don't seem to be expressing that very well because it says you should... Because the Aron could be called Aron even when the Kaporis is there. So I don't see any indication that you're supposed to put the Luchos or inside. So Ramban rejects all this and says, no, it's very simple. What's going on here is that when it comes to the Kruvim, the Torah describes what they are. They're angels that 
spread their hands, their wings out. But it doesn't tell us at all what their purpose is. What, what are they about? And therefore, this Pasuk is coming to teach us a new idea that you should put the Kapores, which is the top part of the Aron, and on top of that, it has Kruvim on it. And what is the point? You should put it because that's where Hashem will speak. I will come and speak to Moshe there, and I will dwell my Shechina there, and I will speak, like the, like the Pasuk says a little further on, I will speak from between the two Kruvim. And that's the whole purpose. That's what creates the Aron as the Eidos. It's the place where Hashem's voice still emanates. And just like we find by the Merkava, the chariot of God, where Yechazkel describes that he saw the Kruvim, and that's why Hashem is called Yosheva Kruvim, the one who dwells with the Kruvim. So obviously these are Sotos Torah once again, and this is all from the Ramban. But what I take from this is a very interesting idea, which is that, again, why, why is Hashem's voice emanating from the Kruvim? We know that the Kruvim, when the Jews were uh, close to Hashem, they were hugging each other or they were facing each other. When the Jews were distant from Hashem, they were looking away. And so Hashem dwells in a place of Shalom, right? That's Enkli, Masik, Rachel, Yisrael, Shalom. Hashem dwells in a place of Shalom. And that's what brings Hashem to Shechina down. And that's the lesson that we're supposed to learn from the Kruvim, that Hashem says, this is where my voice emanates when there's peace. That's where you hear it. And my daughter asked me a question, which I think is a beautiful question. I'm sure people have asked this before. And she asked me, why is it that in Hebrew, when we say Shalom Aleichem, we meet someone, we say hello, and the person reverses the order and they say Aleichem Shalom. Well, I don't, what's the difference? If someone says to you, good morning, you say back to them, good morning. All right. So why do you reverse it? Someone says Shalom Aleichem, peace to you. And then you say back to them, to you, peace, Aleichem Shalom. So I believe that the Pshad is, and I'm sure someone has said this before me, I probably heard it somewhere else. The Pshad is like this, that the word Shalom means peace, but it's also the name of Hashem. And Chazal tells us in other places that Hashem is Shalom as well. And so it's, it's Hashem's name. And so the first person that's offering hello, a warm hello and sign of peace, they have the privilege that they, the, the first words that come out of their mouth could be Hashem's name. Why? Because it says, Bake Shalom V'Radfeu. And there's many beautiful Midrashim on that. It says, Bake Shalom V'Radfeu. You should always pursue peace, even if the person that you're trying to pursue is not interested in peace. You should still try. And there's a tremendous achus for a person to always try to make Shalom. And so the person who's trying to pursue the peace and trying to welcome the peace, he has this achus that he gets to say Hashem's name first. And we show the chashivas of how great he is. He gets to say Shalom. Hashem's name, Aleichem, because one who is pursuing the peace and actively putting himself forward to ask for peace, he gets the credit that he could say Hashem's name first because he's closest to Hashem. And the next person who's responding, it's beautiful, he gets to use Hashem's name, but he's one removed because he's just accepting the peace that was already offered to him. And so he says, Aleichem Shalom. And in life, we should always strive to be the ones to offer Shalom first and to offer that peace first because that's what Hashem wants from us. Moving on to Parak Hafei, Pasach Havdalad, Zer Zahav Saviv. It says that the Shulchan had a golden crown. And so the Ramban brings down from Rashi that it's a simon from Malchus. The Shulchan uh, represents Osher and Gedula, wealth and honor. Shulchan Malachim, like we always talk about, the, the table of the king, of the king, where that's a place where his honor is shown. And says the Ramban, this is the soda of the Shulchan, that the Brach of Hashem, the Brach of Hashem, only falls upon something that's there. So, so there needs to be some root of some item that's there, and then the bracha could could expand upon that. 
just like Alicia said to the woman who was asking for a miracle and needed money, what's in the house? And the bracha fell upon her oil. But as soon as she ran out of vessels, Ain Kelly, there was no more kli, and therefore it stopped. So too, the shulchan is a place, as the Ramban is saying, episode, that the bread is there, we put it there, and but there's a bracha metziah be'isa that, that even a little tiny piece of the lechem upon him filled the kohen up. So there had to be something. Hashem always wants us to do some hishtalas, but something there. And he'll do the rest. And that's why it stayed hot the whole week as well. It was hot. And so let's talk about this. Your Shalom is unlimited in his ability to give us. Just like Elisha told the woman, just keep pouring the oil. Hashem is unlimited. The oil will never stop. But if you run out of keli, you run out of a vessel and you're not able to receive it, that's where it stops. And so too in Ruchnius, however much we're however much we open up our mouth and say, Rabbanu Shalom, I want the Ruchnius, that's how much we're going to get. And however much we say, okay, no more, I can't handle anymore, or I'm not pursuing anymore, that's when Hashem stops. Last thought is Parat Chafei, Pasuk the Lechem Apanim. So it's Machogus Rishonim, exactly what Lechem Apanim means. Pasuk calls them Lechem Panim. So, Ramban brings down a couple of interesting pshatim, which are always enlightening. The first pshat is Rashi. Sheesh lo panim, roan lakan lakam. So it has two sides or two faces, and they go in different directions. And that's what it means. Okay. And the Mishnah says, Ramban brings down a pshat according to Evan Ezra. And he says they're called lechem apanim because they were in front of Hashem always. And so lechem apanim means the bread that's constantly in front of me. That's what it means. And the Ramban brings down al-Darach emes that al Kabbalah, the word lefunai, what does that mean? So it means that because it's placed in the north, birchas Hashem hitas here, Hashem's blessing makes us grow wealthy. We know that the tzafon, the north, always represents the place where, which is hidden. The shechina is not there, the Gemara tells us that evil comes from the north. Why is that? Because the sun rises in the east and sets in the west, and it stays mostly in the Darom, in the south. That's why it's called Dar, Darom. That's that's where the great sun dwells, and Safun means hidden, like we have in the Haggadah, Safun, something that's hidden away, the Afikoman. And that place of Ra is the place of challenge where man happens, where man fights the Mohamma of going to get a Parnassah, which is exactly what Lechem upon him is about, Parnassah, Hashem feeds us. And with that Kli Zion, that he fights his battle, the Zion is the Zanim of Farnes. Will you recognize that Hashem is the one who's feeding you, or will you fight the battle and get distracted by it? And Lechem, bread that we fight for, is from the word Mohamma, Lochem, to fight. It's a battle. And in that Safun, that north where it's located, you have an opportunity to either connect with Hashem very, very deeply, or to be distracted and think, So Lechem Apanem, Lefanai Tamid, is to recognize that it's in the area where I'm going to be fighting for Parnassah, and I'm going to be fighting and looking at Olam Haza and thinking that I need to work harder in order to make money. But will I still keep it hot from Erev Shabbos, Erev Shabbos? And will I have Bracham Mutsuya Be'isa, where the Rebunah Shalom takes care of me because of my Bitachon? That's what the biggest challenge is. We should be Zochet, open our hearts and minds, and to accept Hashem's Bracham. Thanks for joining us. For more Torah content and to make sure you never miss an episode, don't forget to subscribe and visit us at ParshaThemes.com.